G'day and welcome to Bums on the Bench. My name is Jacko. I don't have any guests this week. I just have some friends. No, you don't. No, you don't. Andy and Josh are here. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> how are we, boys? Andy, how are you, man? Oh, you know how I'm doing. I won't say what, but you know how I'm doing. Yeah, I'm about. Yeah, and nice to hear me too. I'm not doing too bad either. Look, we've got a little bit to talk about this afternoon. Yeah. Andy has to say sorry for something, uh, I want to say, egregious sin. Just <laughs> being so wrong <laughs> in the face of being wrong. I just want to point out, Everyone else was saying the same shit. I just voiced it. So in yeah, a more so did my housemate, way. and we shat on him repeatedly. Like, man, he could not have come out more against Bradman Best if he tried. No, I, I, you know what? It was all constructive criticism. They took it on board and they played well. This <laughs> is the most fucking in our response ever. We do have a very big, important piece of news to talk about first before we get into any other topic. It's something that has blown up our group chats for the last week. Best commentary moment of all time. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I still lose it every time. For those who don't know, Blocker Roach audibly farted mid-commentary <laughs> over the weekend. <laughs> and I want to say it is one of the best-sounding poots of all fucking time. <laughs> I was in tears laughing. I, had to, I was at work, heard it, had to mute my mic. I was laughing so hard. I'm half deaf, so when you send it to me, I listen to it like four times. I end up having to plug it into my fucking sound system at oh. home, and I tell you what, it nearly blew the window out when it <laughs> happened. I kind of cranked it right up. I was like, I can't hear a fucking thing. And it just went, <laughs> <laughs> See, I didn't hear it to begin with, too. I had to listen to it like five times, but then once you hear it, you don't unhear it. <laughs> yep. Josh, thoughts? Yeah, it was funny. I mean, yeah. I'm just not a big fire guy. Ah, uh, fair enough. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's the big news. What do we want to start with? Do we want to start with Origin? Do we want to start with some soccer? You know what? Let's start with positive news. Let's talk about Origin. Yes. We won. We won. Okay, Josh, who were your standout choice players? Uh, no, there, there, there was this one. <laughs> I didn't want to do this. <laughs> you know, I just feel like he was finally given a chance. This, this young player has been really grinding and grinding. And he had his debut. And Is I it think Bradman? <laughs> <laughs> I told you, if you've just let a centre play centre, <laughs> it works. He he killed it. He was killed in it, the right it. place at all the right times. A double on debut, which was just awesome to see. Also, I didn't realise he's like 20. Dude is fucking yoked. Yeah, he's got <laughs> a long career ahead of him. Yeah. <laughs> Best family interview of all time though dad said about four words the whole interview how you doing yeah pretty good yeah it sounds because yeah, right. he's a queenslander his dad's from queensland oh even funny yeah 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 they interviewed mum and dad afterwards and mum's stoked she's crying i love him we're so proud of him and dad's like yeah nah <laughs> he did well <laughs> just the most like diehard queensland trying to be also proud of his son who's just stopped the the whitewash. How, how do you feel in that situation? You're a proud loser <laughs> and your son has just demolished your team. Well, I feel like he's actually in the single best position that any Queensland supporter could be in. Because <laughs> yeah, this man's yeah. won twice now. <laughs> his team won this year, but his son has then come out and made him look embarrassing. So not only can he go, that's my fucking son. 
He goes for the first two games. That's my team. Like <laughs> that man can't lose. That's a pretty good setup, actually. But but how embarrassed would you be that your son's playing for the enemy? Go play for someone. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. It's, I mean, I'd disown my son if he played for Queensland. Yeah, that's fair. But that's because we're rational people. Yeah. 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 Obviously, like it makes perfect sense to me. Cody Walker. Oh, really good. Like, <laughs> he finally like, showed up for an Origin game. Yes. Like magic. <laughs> is the phrase that was used. Good to see Gutho get injected at the end. I thought... Easiest 30K he's ever fucking earned. Without Gutho's injection in that last 15, 20 I minutes, I don't think... Yeah, no. They were going was, to put Wasn't he only on there for like five, five minutes? Five, <laughs> <Last> <laughs> five minutes. <laughs> right at the end, they're like, oh, Gutho, go on. And when they put in there, like left wing too. Yeah. Yeah, he, didn't he replace Ado Car? Yeah, who came off with a hamstring strain or something. Oh. Ado Car. Fantastic. <laughs> Don't oh, know where you Addo Carr played like Addo Carr because guess what? They didn't just run it down the fucking oh left the whole game. God, what a try though. Yeah, oh my mental. Oh, just kicks it to himself. Fuck it. Let's go. I mean, to be fair though, they tried that play like five times before. It was just Addo Carr with the balls to kick ahead for himself. Yeah. And I mean, you're not outpacing the Fox. Ah. No, he's still still the quickest, I'd say. Yeah, I'll take, I'll take that loss. He's fucking the quickest in the league. Okay, let's look ahead to next year. We're all enjoying that we won a useless game that meant nothing. Hey, it's still going to win something, I guess. I know, but next year, what what changes do you see being made? Who stays? Who goes? Especially uh, if Latrell and Tommy are fit. That That's the big one. I Hot take. I don't see Tommy proving his spot within Origin anymore. I'm going to jump on the back of Josh and go, I think we've seen the last of Tommy. And we, I've spoken about it a number of times. The statements I've made before stand true. I don't think we're going to see Tommy again. Jumping onto the changes, though, it's going to be really, really hard to pick Panthers next year, except for Dylan Edwards, I'd say. There's a case for Cleary still. Yes. Well, Cleary, yes, Cleary. Cleary has to say. So here's what I'm thinking, and no disrespect to Cody Walker. I'm not picking Cody Walker. Okay. He's thir- He'll be 35 next How year. How many Origins is it? Has he played now? Was that his sixth? I thought it was, like, was like his second or third. Okay, second, yeah. Because he, play, he played one game and got dropped the next game because he played so, like crap. Yeah, so it's it's real... It, 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 it's, it's hard it's, to decide. And I think it. I if you're right about Cody, I don't believe he will be in Origin 1. But dependent on performance and the state that Cleary is in will determine if he's going to be in 2 and 3 because I think it's a lot more likely than people think for the later games. Would you run Moses and Cleary as your halves? In, my, in the first game, yes, absolutely. Yeah, I, I don't think you can drop Moses. He's come and done the job, and and the man knows how to do the job. He doesn't try to be fucking fancy with it. Like the man, exactly. He he's a team player and assist man doing what halves and five eight should be doing. How good was it just to watch Moses go? Hey, Cody, I'll look after this side. You look after this side, and then eighty minutes later, they went up and shook hands. Nice to see you. They just. Play to stand in a game of footy. Cleary still has a spot, obviously. Obviously. You can't overlook Cleary. No. For the six, though, yes, Moses. Yes, Hines. We've yet to see him actually play in a position he plays in. I don't think Hines ever gets a walk in again. I, Unless it's a major years. injury. I'm going to start spitting. You know how I, I feel know, about my I boy. Know, <laughs> I know how you feel about Nico, but I can't see him breaking into the squad, especially if Mitchell and Cleary are both healthy. It's it's a good point. Like all the best choice would be Moses and Cleary. They've got tenure and they're good at it. Who goes at one? Edwards. I I would love to see Edwards at one. Oh, I'm gonna throw a curveball at you because I got convinced today. 
Gutho at one. You know what? I mean, also Gutho, yeah. Gutho is such a great defensive fullback. He might not be the X Factor para once. Throwback. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that. <laughs> but man stops more tries than he lets in. And stops them in such a sick fashion. That's yes. what he did to you. Yeah, literally. <laughs> the, the week they talked about the X Factor and he stopped what? Bradley going over. Yeah. Kicked the ball out of his fingertips. Exactly. Like I, I think Gutho is a good shot at getting that one. Yep. Especially because he got picked this year. Yeah, yeah, it was such a strange pick too. But we didn't need our concerns about that were well founded. I still want Dylan Edwards to get it though. Like I'm I I get it. I Gutho, yeah, but you know what, man? I think it comes down to who's around Freddie next year if Freddie still has the job. Because I can't see Brandy being allowed anywhere near it again. And he shouldn't. I don't think Badir should be allowed anywhere near it ever again. Man, you really had a turnaround on that one, eh? But who you replace everyone with? Matty. <laughs> no. Oh. You put Boyd Cordner in there as yep. one of the assistants. Ivan Cleary yes. as an advisor. And, and you throw in, instead of Brandy, his mate, he's a good mate. His name's Gus Gould. He's the second most successful New South Wales coach. It's not it's not crazy. If if Freddie it's has a to hell of a fucking meeting though. <laughs> Those no, personalities. I, I know it's a hell of a meeting, but if you think about it, Gus is gonna tell Freddie no. Ivan's gonna tell Freddie no. And I can see Boyd Cordner just being there sort of as that support, but also learning. But he also cares about that jersey. Yeah, I mean I don't, I'm not saying that any of the boys that are in the now don't respect the jersey, but I mean, come on. And I mean, let's be honest. You, like We've seen it before. We'll, we'll see it again. Gus being up in that box like some sort of emperor looking down over his <laughs> subject. Doesn't even, doesn't like, even need to but, be in the box. So that's the thing. He would, if he's going to do it, he's going to have this overseer vibe to him where he's managed. You don't reckon he's going to manage no, the managers? No, he, here's how I see it happening. Before Origin 1, Six weeks out, they all sit down together and they pick a team. And then the next week, they do it again. And they keep doing that up until Freddie is to announce the team. And whatever team they agree with just before that, that's the team they should go with. And it's just one meeting. Ivan can come in as an advisor, do what he did in Origin 3. Boyd's there as the assistant. Gus is there to slap Freddie down when he comes up with a stupid idea. Like, I don't know, Damien Cook to center. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. You just hear him in the back. No, 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 no. <laughs> so you've cleared out the coaches. I clear out the coaches, but I leave Freddie in charge. But what about the players? Yeah. What are your player adjustments, actually, man? Teddy gone. Yep. Teddy's done. Who's your hard stays? Hard stays at yeah. Ocar. Like who? I think it's more important not to determine who's been shit for so long. Let's let's really okay, pinpoint our t- key players right now that needs to be in this side. I'm still iffy on it, but Toto, I can't fault Toto. Yep. Yep. Crichton has a place in my book. Yep. Mm-hmm. Addo Carr. Bradman best should, but Latrell needs it. It needs to be Latrell if he's fit and ready to go in 100%. If it's not Latrell, then Bradman. Yep. Keep Mitchell. Keep Cleary. Keep RCG, even though he's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Keep Travoyevich, Jake. Oh, absolutely keep Jake. Keep Cook. Keep Martin. Keep Martin. Yeah, keep, definitely Martin. Keep Cameron Murray as the starting 13. Yep. 
if you want someone to come on and relieve, no, actually, scratch that. If you just want someone to come on and help him in the middle, go on the bench. Who's your relief hooker? Appy? Appy, if not Appy, so put Burton. Appy or like a Burton-Cook combo? Yeah. I would. I think that would work. I well. think it would work fine. Burton's got a passing game and he's versatile. So if your center goes down, Cook can play 80 and Burton can go to center or to wing or you can maneuver with Burton. Yeah, and halves too. If a half goes down, exactly, you have Burton. it's you the same as how all of them. It's like how Queensland have maneuverability. If someone goes down, Hunt can go into a position. You can move Munster out of the halves, and all of a sudden, it still works. Yeah, very, very intelligent field maneuverability from Queensland. I like your list. I'm going to say I'd love to see Trill back, but Bradman's a definite for me. See, I think Crichton's the definite because if if Crichton gets it, Bradman 18th. Okay. That's that's I, that that was what I was going with. Like, if Trell's not ready, then Bradman comes in. But if Trell is ready, Bradman goes to 18th only because he played so well. Yep, that's a fair assumption. I'd say was Payne Haas playing? No, but he should. I think he was injured, but Payne yeah. Haas stays as well. He's got the mongrel in him. Yeah, and he's just a machine. How do like, you, how do you guys also like Kaloa Matangi? Fantastic. For his first game, uh, I see he did well, but he's a rabbito, and I hate putting rabbitos in. <laughs> Representatives. Maybe if he left the rabbits, I'd like him more. I I thought he absolutely nailed it. I think you can't drop him. He has no. to stay. The Ford. It turns out Ford Pack, Chef's Kiss. Yeah, he got it yeah, right. Yeah, they got it so <laughs> right. <laughs> Ford Pack, beautiful. Maybe <laughs> just pick a third forward on the bench instead of a hooker and a outside back. So I have a question. Answer. All right. You've just asked us. No, that's a different one. Oh. Queensland beat us in the first two games. Were, did Queensland play worse or did we just play better in game three? What are you guys attributing the loss to? A bit of column A and a bit of column B. I think not only did we play better, but Queensland looked like they took their foot off the gas. Okay. They'd won the series. Wasn't well, They didn't need it. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, it wasn't... I don't even want to attest it to the fact that Queensland didn't bring anything because they, they did. Like, they still were a side that was trying to compete and, you know, Pushing it, pushing New South Wales, but yeah, like as terrible as it sounds, and I know it's such a cop out, we were just hungrier for it, and it really did show when we we're running. Like yep. our offense, especially on that left wing, <laughs> was just so much more compact, and like we hit through holes, passing and off. Man, like, and also actually, I will say that their right defense was just abysmal. Mm. In what was it the first half? I think it was lacking, and they brought it back a little bit in the second half. I think so. I think I think the biggest thing that helped was Cleary in the box with Freddie. Because if it wasn't for Cleary being in there, it's Crichton and Bradman were probably on opposite sides of the field. Mm. And then making that switch, keeping Bradman at right centre and moving Crichton over to that left centre to counter Hammer, it was just a brilliant move. You know I what I mean? did bring it for game three. Exactly. It's just... Compared to game two, he was a completely different player. I think because Fred, they won it, Freddie stays at coach. Because it, he can coach. And I do apologize for my comments. <laughs> even though I still stand by their constructive criticism. <laughs> Robust criticism. Constructive. Robust, constructive criticism. Exactly. <laughs> my criticism is made out of fucking rebar that I swing at you. <laughs> Might knock some sense into him. <laughs> and... What I noticed the most was that in the first two games, our passes weren't landing. They hit the ground quite a few times. 
that's what I saw with Queensland. Structure was there. It didn't link. It just looked like the roles had reversed yes. more than anything else to me. What, what, what really helps is having your link man as Cameron Murray and not Isaiah Yo, Because Cameron Murray is a step quicker than Isaiah Yo, And he, when Isaiah Yo has options, he, he waits till the last second to make the pass. Whereas with Cameron Murray, he before he's even running, he knows who's getting the ball. He just leaves it to the last second to pass to said player. Yep. And it, it, it's, a, it's a slight difference. But it works at Penrith for Yo, but it doesn't work at Origin for Yo. Yeah, and that's also because you're adapting to a, a different system. It's a quicker system too. Yeah, <coughs> and also the line speed too in Origin is a lot quicker. The look, the game is quicker in Origin. It's more intense as well. Yeah. What did you guys think of the refereeing? No comment. No comment. I thought it was okay. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I don't have any serious problems. It with was it. Klein, wasn't it? Yeah. But yeah, that, I've got major problems with it. Yeah. I don't like Klein as a rep. He's I know not. you don't, but it was actually remarkably pretty okay all round. Yeah, like if we, all three of us, and especially you and I having the same response, if we can come out saying no comment, I think that's the best result because yeah. it means we're not, <laughs> we haven't picked up any notes where we're like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, I was damn surprised. I'm like, well, that was weird. <laughs> I can't believe that was just a normally ref game. Yeah, like, look, the whistle needs to be in the pocket during Origin. It's not an NRL match. It should be in the pocket. Let the play progress, even if there is a slight head high or a slight infringement that you want to call. The referees that suck are the ones that are letter to the law. Oh, you're half a centimeter offside. That's a penalty. Yeah, you know penalties what I mean? flowed probably more than you'd like, but they were even. And yeah. I think that's, you know what I mean? It, the adjudication was, it was over adjudicated, but it was fair. So it was better than... Because wasn't he ripped one game, or was that Sutton who was ripped at half time in an Origin game? I think it was Sutton, because Sutton's a terrible ref. Yeah. should not be allowed to ref NRL, let yeah. alone Origin or Internationals. That's mind blowing. Shall we leave Origin there for the year, boys? Well, funny enough, I've got one more thing to say. Okay. Just, just to further comment on how Queensland played as like an all right team. Well, thanks for that. So, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Keep going. <laughs> no, it's cool. You know what? I was just. Oh, my God. No, it's fine. It sounds like my missus. <laughs> <laughs> But to to further the point that they did play fine, they just were nothing spectacular. Their completion rate was better than ours. With yeah, it doesn't shock me. And they had more possession of the ball. They they just did a couple more errors, but I think as a whole, yeah, we just were the better team. Good to see. Let's. Yeah. Let's how exciting! It. We'll talk about it next year. Yeah. yeah. Now, we have a choice to make. Do we want to talk about FIFA, or do we want to talk about ourselves? FIFA. FIFA. Okay, let's go. Well, fuck it. I mean, like, we're keen. It's fucking starting soon. Let's go. Yeah. Like, we're not much longer now. We're I know. Next all, week. The, all the stadiums have covered up their corporate sponsorships. Yeah. Because of FIFA. Yep. So it's really funny. You look at Allianz and all the logos are covered up, and it's just the Sydney Football Stadium for the moment. Suncorp is just the Brisbane Football Stadium. Is that. It's explain a that. It's a me. rule that FIFA have. You can't play in a corporate sponsored yep. venue. Now, aren't they using the Olympic Park as well? Yeah. Yeah, I heard about that one because like, that's already covered up and everything. But that Australia everyone. versus Argentina, if I've, I've heard people saying, but I, I don't actually don't know the draws yet. I don't know. I haven't um, paid much attention to the draw. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't know, this is the FIFA Women's World Cup. Yeah, it's been it's played in Australia. Happening here. And New Zealand. Oh, yeah, and New Zealand. I forgot about that. Yeah, like we do, I, I like how countries are kind of doing this shared thing as well. Like I know it's a little bit of a deviation, but... You know, especially with this and the Olympics, like having this kind of shared country thing, especially, you know, 
funny enough, I know I'm deviating even further, but the Commonwealth Games, let's talk about that for a second. Yes, big news today. No, nah, it was yesterday. yesterday. Oh. Yeah. I read it today. So, but like that, that's a great talking point now. The ballooning costs of hosting these mega events that's been... Mm. And like you have to think, firstly, what's the incumbent draw of this? What What is going to be the profit per se that these... Uh, that Victoria? Yeah, Victoria. It regional was Victoria. To, yeah. So the, the idea was to hold it, host it in Victoria and take a bunch out to regional Victoria. But they needed to start They needed the to costs. start the infrastructure building and it just ballooned out of control because just of how much they were taking seven, into the region. Seven billion. And you know what, man? It's good that they've made that call now and they're like, no, nah, we can't afford this. But that then is indicative of showing why the model that the US, Canada and Mexico are doing with a shared cost over the Olympics, mind you, Olympics are a whole different ball game to pick compared yeah. to the Commonwealth. It's like if you're doing first league versus fucking under 18s. Question. Yeah. Before yesterday's announcement, did either of you know it was being held in Australia in two years? Yes. Yes. Because I, I actually knew the story of that. And it. I love the Commonwealth and Olympic Games. Like, I'm a ma- I take time didn't off know. work to watch them. <laughs> so, I didn't even know. In defense of you, Andy, you know, no one wanted it. You know, they actually approached Melbourne. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they were like, hey, do you guys want this? And they were like, I guess. Yeah, so. sure, I guess. Like, fuck. So now they're going to sue them. Fuck them. It's millions. Who gives a shit? Millions compared to billions, that's like, oh no, it's, yeah, it's, it's not far easier to pay. But also, they're, they're recommitting all that funding to Back public housing regions. housing in the regions and sporting events in the regions. And, and hospitals. Exactly. Like they're, they're re- Everyone's getting really mad about it, but it, when you look at what they're actually doing with the money, it's way better for, the, for Australia. And like, how good is the color red? <laughs> it's, just, it's a good color. It's better than maroon. <laughs> And, like, they, you know, people are so getting up in arms. They're like, what about, you know, all the benefits that return, all the tourism that we're attracting? Man, you're not recouping $7 billion. Especially off the Commonwealth Games. It is just not the same. It's not. I think, you know, like, refuting back to my, sorry, referring back to my previous point is obviously Victoria not going to be able to do this in their budget. But that's when you have this cohesion from maybe the states where, yeah, sure, it might not be the same as three different countries hosting it, but if you have a buy-in from states and then a federal level, you can balance out those budgets where you're not going to break the bank, but you're still going to have some return of investment and then spread the tourism out. Now, obviously, the next thing is, where is this going to go? And everyone's going to be like, well, Queensland, Victoria, New South Wales once again, and that's going to cause its own problems. Yeah. However, as we know, and I hate to do this, because, but being objective here, those are the tourism states. It is. Yep. To be fair, Perth has a lot of good facilities. Fuck Perth right now. Yep. <laughs> fair enough. I mean, if all right, see you later. No. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. They bring out West Ham for a fucking tour of Australia, but they only play in Perth. That's not a tour of Australia. That's a tour of Perth. <laughs> to, to be fair, it's like every world tour that goes Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne, and ignores the rest of the country. Yeah, but you make more money in Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne than you will in Perth. True. No, you're right. But Commonwealth Games, right? You have some athletes who complete compete in multiple areas. Sports. Yep. But you could do something like moving the swimming, where it's very rare that a swimmer is also a push bike rider. They'll compete in a number of swimming events. So you could spread it out that way by, okay, we'll group all the swimmers together, 
they're over this side of the country. All the track and field is in Sydney Olympic Park. It works. There's already the infrastructure yeah. there for it, I man. Know. So you could do something like that, which does, okay, what's what's happening in Adelaide? Fuck it. You get floor gymnastics or something. Shut up. And then, like, you could further expedite the cost in because they still want to go regional and stuff like that. Start building stuff like velocidromes out there. Like, encourage them to go cycling. It's perfect out there for it. Yep. And what else are they going to do? Exactly. Not much. <laughs> so, Drugs? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so, where are they saying it's going to go? I know we were meant to be talking about the FIFA World Cup, but we'll where, get there. Yeah, it's fine. Where where are they actually going to take it now? Because clearly, no one wants it. So that's the question, isn't it? It is the question. So that's why they're currently being sued because they're trying to go for a late notice change. However, we're going to run into the same problem. No one wants it. It's not worth the cost. It's really not anymore. And that then brings the bigger debate. Why are we still doing these mega events? Well, I guess it's... Isn't it until the lead-up of the Olympics because we're always dominated in the Olympics as Commonwealth countries? I don't mean just from Australia. I mean from a world perspective. So, these games... And I know a little bit about this because I listen to a lot of, like, history stuff. The Olympic Games and the Commonwealth Games, by extension, I, I think they're rough, a very similar event overall have always run at a loss. I think it was, was it the 1986 Los Angeles Olympics? They are still paying off the debt, the state of California to this day, from those Olympics in the 80s because it blew the budget so bad. I guess the best solution is is to hold an Olympics and you don't just hold it in a country. You go, okay, the swimming will be, in, and you do the same thing with the Commonwealth Games, but on a global scale. All the fucking swimmers in Japan. And, you know, you do like, okay, we're doing the Olympics in the Asia-Pacific region. So, so Australia... You regionalize it rather than yeah. country-wise it. Yeah, I guess so. Because then, you know, like Australia would definitely jump on board and go, yeah, we'll take a few events mm. because we've, we've got these pre-existing facilities. Japan, again, another very, very, like, money country, yeah. will get involved. Vietnam is investing in sport. They invested in an F1 track that went nowhere, but clearly <laughs> the desire is there <laughs> to build themselves up and they're a massive tourist nation. So I'm going to play devil advocate to myself. I That's like this. Yeah, it's better than when he does it to me. Um, <laughs> now, I, I'm thinking about my own thing and like, uh, I know I was talking about ballooning costs and like, you know, mega events in the future and stuff like that. Is it going to be one of those things where it's going to be an investment until you have the existing infrastructure, then you can eventually have some sort of level out? Or has it had been going for too long of a period of time where it's showing that it doesn't matter, you still kind of have to keep building infrastructure, no matter where you do it. It's just, it seems to be, like, let's look at Sydney 2000. We didn't start building shit for that until then. And the Olympics have been going for how long? Mm. Like, I know we're young country, but man... What about if Sydney wanted to host it again? Could the current infrastructure support it? No. I can already tell you that. No, because what they've had to do with the Sydney Olympic Park is they've had to expand it. And now all the infrastructure for the athletes and stuff is now housing for regular residents. Yep. So now all of a sudden we need to house all these athletes again if the, if Sydney was to take it again. You know what I mean? Like, And you can't just like, oh, we're hosting Olympics. We need to put all these people out of a home. You know what I mean? Mm. It's just, I don't, I don't agree with the Olympics, to be honest. I don't, I don't care enough about it. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. Like, <laughs> I, and the Commonwealth, I did, like I said, I didn't even fucking know we were going to host it, let alone care about it. Commonwealth Games is 
It's a waste very of time. White. It's a waste <laughs> of time. It's very, very white. Hey, we're going to do all the British gentrified uh, colonies that still kind of sit under them like a little good lapdog, and we're going to come together and do no, sports. No, India can compete. No they did it the right way. Canada still competes. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're still Commonwealth. Yeah, they're still under, yeah, yeah, they're, they're still, still under the Commonwealth. The they just don't jack. have the, but they don't have the Union Jack on the flag. You I thought that to. was a requirement. No, 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 no. Your flag can be changed by re- referendum. It's preferred. And also, don't forget when. Well, why can't we change ours? We're already having one referendum. Let's just add an extra question to it. Last time we did, <laughs> you know what happened? <laughs> no. Not enough no. people said yes. Well, I mean, that was for the Republic, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's different. Yeah, bring that one there. back as well. Bring that one back. That was um, a good idea. Speaking of flags, I do have a funny flag story to tell you. Are you boys aware of the Kiwi laser flag? Yes. Yes, narrowly no. lost. Can you please Google Kiwi laser flag? Okay. And just react into it into the microphone. You're aware of this. I know what the laser flag is. <laughs> it should have been the flag. It only just, and I mean just, just lost the referendum for it. So, Josh, can you describe to the listeners what's on the flag? Oh, the best thing you've ever seen. National plant of New Zealand, the fern. Silver fern. And then the national pet, the kiwi. The kiwi. And I believe he's currently firing his laser out into fucking nowhere. (laughs) Yep. Uh, The best part is the person who designed it did a full brief Mm. and explained that, you know, each of this has significance. And the significance was, well, it's our national thing. And the laser was essentially like something to do with like New Zealand dominance or something. (laughs) Not like to become geopolitical power, but it's like the beam that unites New Zealand or some shit like that. Originally titled Fire the Laser. Yep. Yep. I'm pretty sure John Oliver did a bit and he tried to get everyone to vote for it. I mean... Because he thought it was the funniest fucking thing. It's the best flag for a country I've ever seen. The second best is Nepal's because it's the only non-rectangular flag. Mm. But it's not funny. That one's hilarious. That, this is fantastic. <laughs> I heard the Switzerland's a big plus one. Yeah, yeah, no. it's It's got some positives to it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's either shitty flag puns or fart jokes, man. That's Pick it, your poison. We are no longer a sports cast. I will be removing any type of sports. We are now flags. Flags. Oh, now vexology. Flags. And we will talk about the greatest flag there is, the only one that's not a rectangle. Nepal. 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 It's two triangles. Why do we know so much dumb random shit between us? Because the most... Autism. Yeah. <laughs> it's also I was going to say the most autistic thing I've ever said in my life is I'm pretty sure I have a better understanding of flags than most people. Mm. Like if you gave me a list to pick out all these flags, I, I would get probably above average. Well, I know what our next trivia round's on. Fuck. Next yes. week. <laughs> I just flags. love flags and geography. Dude, flags is fascinating. Flags is so good. And we can do it back into relating with sports somehow. Yeah, yeah we're doing national teams. Yeah, Most yeah. of them have the flag on it. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. All right, let's do a quick roundup of the FIFA World Cup, though. Oh, yeah, back back to Aren't points. they not paying the Matildas yes, enough? Yes, this is, this is where I was going for it. Fucking, what a cop-out, man. Like, all right, let's have a look. Where Where's this article that I had? Um, It was basically saying the dude from, uh, I don't remember what the FIFA head is. I don't like him, like FIFA that much anyway. Um, Was like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not going to address all these problems where they're getting paid 161 million comparative to the 641 million that the male got for the Qatar World Cup. Uh, and he's like, I'm only going to speak positive. So any more questions on this, I'm not going to talk about. And I'm only going to say good things. And I'm like, wow, man. Where? Congrats <laughs> on having an opinion and trying to do stuff for your current event where you've won, gone against women's rights with the Qatar thing again. Bad choice. 
was it Saudi Arabia? Yes, Saudi Arabia. Qatar. It was Qatar. Qatar held it, yeah. No, 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 not that. The visit. Saudi Arabia or Visit Qatar that they were getting to sponsor the oh, women's event. Yes, yes, quite okay. a few countries. Yeah, jumped like, on board. Like, man, first of all, you shit on the women for that one, and then you're gonna shit on them with how little you're paying them comparatively. Especially which, if you're getting sponsored by Saudi Arabia. Which I mean, like, it's this is not even a uh, women are being paid. They're paying twenty five percent of what the males are being paid. I can guarantee they're drawing 25%, like more than 25% of the male's viewers. I would say so. I reckon so. It's a hugely popular sport. I want to play devil's advocate, but I will get the show cancelled. But like, can you honestly say that you think only 25% of anyone that watches FIFA watches the women's? No, what I was going to say is the women should be paired comparatively to the money that they bring in. It's the same across all sports. I get so I understand this argument and I do because I agree with it in some in some forms of context but here's where I think I'll differ on you because this is a very this is something that gets applied to the WNBA and when it comes to a big event like this from an organization like FIFA that they they're going to turn a profit on everything they do because of it's FIFA and the control they have over this international sport so where I'd like to see it differ is I'm siding with Josh on this one because it is such a massive event and we know FIFA has the money. They're not going to lose out by paying it appropriately, even if it doesn't equal the revenue sharing. Now, when it comes to, I guess, a regular national league that does require money in, money out to make it profitable, that standpoint makes more sense to me. But then, in saying that, would you say that the money is not coming in because, one, they don't have the proper coverage. Two, they don't have the proper advertising. Three, they don't actually talk about it. It's a good point. Chicken so and egg's a good point. Like, you, you can't start generating revenue and start getting people interested in this if you don't fucking do something about it. Like, man, let's look at Cricket Australia. I, kn- I know, like, they're not supposed to be the point because they literally just went full equality and, like, they're like, no, nah, they're getting paid the same. But, man, you they're the ones that are doing the – trying to do equal screening time – Equal, well, like are. trying to host it up, really trying to prop up that to generate more money coming from. For no, the I understand that because this is the first time that they're putting the WBBL in proper stadiums. It's the first time some of the WNCLs are playing in like Adelaide Oval and stuff like that. They're, Cricket Australia is doing a really good job at propping up the women's sport, trying to generate the revenue stream. What? You've got to take the risk first to do you've it. You've got to take the risk, but you've got to know that you're going to return on the profit. But, but they're, 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 they're that's where the elitism of some sports, such as FIFA, where that gap is not as big, needs to be propped up better. And then you have cases like the WNBA where that then requires more thinking. I can't believe we've had a genuine discussion without actually going at each other for once. So first, I've really enjoyed this. Also, a full disclaimer, we're not massive international sports dudes. These are what we think. And we're not working Their on... Their opinions. Yeah, and it's not a massive amount of data, but I like to think we've done a pretty good job. I like I like everything you're saying, man, and I FIFA has no excuse here. I, I think it does come back to the revenue stream because you're not going to put on a, an event, pay them the same as the men's, and lose the same... Like, lose 600 and... What it, what was it in the men's? 646 million? 46. Yes. He's Different got the numbers. I've got to refute to that, though. Shoot. Sure. Like companies it. do launch and startups of things knowing that it's not going to return a profit for at least five to ten years, and they know they're going to take losses on it, but they overall, as a long forecast, it, that's when it changes, and I view as a long broadcast. How long has the Women's World Cup been going for? I have no idea. 
I, I genuinely How long have they've no been idea. advertising it for and actually trying to pu- make a push for it in today's society? I don't know. Not very There's long. the yeah. actual question you want to be asking. Like, I get what you mean, but just because they're around doesn't mean shit because, man, you could have some fucking ultimate Frisbee women's team down there that you've never heard of. But they could still be the best in the world. Apparently, it starts tomorrow. It does. So, the Women's World Cup's been around since 1991. It's one year older than me. Damn. There you go. Damn, you're fucking old, bro. <laughs> like I'm old, but you're older. That's harsh. Jesus, imagine being, imagine your age time with a three. <laughs> One more year, boys. One more year. Dude, we've got three for me, baby. Let's Negative. go. <laughs> Two? I, I'm only 30 right now, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Wait, how does that make sense? You were born in 1990. Oh, you were 92, right? Not 91. No, I was 92 and... My birthday's on for a few months. November, baby. Let's go. Exactly. So, let's actually have... Let's leave the discussion with money yep. and there. I, I, both opinions, I think, have merit. We'll yep. leave it there. Let's now talk about the competition in question. How are we going to do with the Matildas? Probably pretty well. Yeah. I mean, they're looking like a pretty formidable team. I couldn't tell you a lot about players, but... but we were, we're pretty fucking good. Like Sam Kerr's the... Balladator female version winner like two years in a row. You know what I mean? And she's our star player. Yep. The Matildas are pretty fucking good. Very good. I like the Matildas quite They a bit. make the Socceroos look like pussy team. Yes. In fact, they probably <laughs> beat the Socceroos. I, you know what? I wouldn't put it past them because they are very good on the field together. Mm. Very good on the field together. Who – we know that in the FIFA World Cup that, you know, it's France – Brazil, Argentina, you know, those are your big, the big three mm. that you always want to beat. Is that mirrored in the Women's World Cup traditionally or is it kind of we're seeing different teams step forward or different countries step forward with a more dominant team? Couldn't tell you. I wouldn't know, to be honest. Well, um, that's what's going to be in our review episode. <laughs> we'll look at some information we'll find out because that's, that's what would interest me about this competition is we know that in on the men's side you have your big big teams from the big countries. Wonder if it's mirrored on the, the women's side or we get to see some, I don't know, like South Korea just be this dominant force. Well, let's have a look at the 2019, um, the 2019 FIFA World Cup. I'm still trying to find out who's actually... Oh, so apparently in our draw, <coughs> if I've read this correctly, uh, it looks like... There's usually four teams, hey. Mm. It looks like <coughs> uh, it's going to be Australia, Nigeria, Canada and Ireland. Is our draw. I don't know anything about sport, but I feel pretty confident in that pool. That feels good. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I have no idea how. Well, I'm looking. I'm looking at the round of sixteen right now from the 2019 World Cup. Yeah. In the round of sixteen, we were beat by Norway. Yeah. Uh, England beat Cameroon. France beat Brazil. The United States, who ended up winning it, beat Spain. Italy beat China. Netherlands beat Japan. Germany beat Nigeria, and Sweden beat Canada. That's in the round of 16. And like I said, the final ended up being the United States v. Netherlands. So um, I have had a look at what the current tally is, like who's doing what, where's the positions. Mm. USA is first. That doesn't shock me saying they're winning it last time. And then Germany, Sweden, England, and France. So yeah, yeah, yeah as so you'd expect. The, the okay. European teams. And then Canada is seventh. Good on Canada. And they're just cold ten. Aussies. So like... Let's have a look. So where I, I can't even find Ireland. Um, <laughs> it's left of England. Oh, there it is. My bad. Um, I can't. F- uh, Nigeria's fortieth. 
uh, and we are 10th, and then Canada's 7th. So, like, we're looking like an all right team. Okay. We might make it through. Yeah, let's go. Love to see it. It'd be, it'd be fantastic to, like, watch them go through in their home country. Like, there's not a better win than that. It, it's going to... They're probably going to be up there. They'll, they'll at least make it to the quarters, I reckon. Good. Well, that's very acceptable, especially I, I count FIFA. That. Well, considering we barely make it through the round of 16 as a, a men's. Yep. <laughs> if we make it to the round of 16, they may even just put us up against France. What was it? France fucking someone else that was big in Brazil. Oh, yes. Yeah. We got fucked on. There yep. was no chance of getting through that. There, yeah. It's always interesting. I, I have such a... Because we're not... A, a massive soccer nation. No, we're not. We're a footy nation. Yeah. But it is exciting when it comes up. I'm going to watch a few games because it'll actually be on at an appropriate time for once as well. Yeah, I know. Soccer's so hard to watch. Well, good soccer. Because it's on at like 11 o'clock at night, the Premier League. Yep. And then Daylight Savings kicks <laughs> in and it's like, oh, it's actually at midnight now and you've got to stay up till 2 a.m. to watch it. So, Ooh. Nah. nah you're I'm a braver fun. man than I, Andy. More dedicated. We do it for fucking Formula One. Yeah, I fall asleep every time. <laughs> I've rarely finished it. I'm always <laughs> and he's like, what do you reckon? I was like, dude, lights went out. I was like, yep, Max got the first corner. I fell asleep. And he's like, okay, so. so you didn't miss much. Nah, not at all. Any other big sports news to talk about? Well, there's one NRL. last one that I thought we might all get a laugh about. Oh, yeah? It's Whenever he do says this, it could be Do we want to finish on this or do we want to do this now? No, nah, it's still now because it's NRL-related. Oh, there we go. That's perfectly where. Uh, have you heard about what's happening with Manly's recent signing? Which one? You mean the tests? The um, the, the, the train and trial that's not actually getting paid train and trial wages. Matt Lodge. Uh, Matt Lodge is apparently getting paid a bit more than the train and trial. Damn it. However, he got a $600,000 payout from the Roosters. How he was on that much money... Beats me. Wait, so he's gotten paid out by two different clubs to leave now. Yes. <laughs> That's such a good fucking deal. <laughs> Man's made one point three million or one point five million like on just being asked to leave. However, if he continues to play for Manly, his pay will have to go on to Manly salary cap. Which they're not gonna do. Which they can't afford. Bye. <laughs> 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 And he's been named to play this weekend. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yikes. Why? Well, technically now your training trials can play if you can prove you don't have someone better to play in that position. Oh, God. They're scrounging if they really got no one. Seabold rates Lodge. Seabold rates him. I don't know why. He's, he's a bit of a cancer in my book. I, I got nothing. And they've gone up against Sharkies at Shark Park. They're fucked. I'm liking that Sharks retro jersey. They're rolling out a little bit. The white V with the collar. Mm. Looks good. Just looks Dragons really good. wannabes. I mean, I'm a Dragons <laughs> wannabe at this point, man. I just want them to be so much fucking better than they are. <laughs> <laughs> just like genuinely. Um, but talking about NRL, you guys watch the games last week? Nope. Watched oh. a couple. Watch the couple. Andy up. fucking tipped a perfect round. I yeah, did tip a perfect three round. Three people tipped perfect rounds, actually. And they were all fucking ahead of me, so it meant <laughs> nothing. It literally meant nothing, yeah. How'd you do, Josh? Poor. Five. How, how, how are you doing with cheeseburgers? How many you reckon you're going to eat? It's going to be a nice, comfortable stay in Macca's. I thought so. <laughs> See, no, I was... I was just Jack missed a week and you're still 12 points behind him. Excuse me, I'm eight points behind him. Yeah, you got a few back. I thought he was twelve now. No, I got I was seven after last week. I watched Knights and Tigers. 
Yeah, good game. Very. Tell you what, Knights looked good. Knights looked fantastic. Tigers That's looked right. shocking in the first half. And they pulled it back together for the second half. Second half, it's it's just uh, uh, if you're a Tigers fan, it's got to be so disappointed being like, man, if we just had twenty more minutes of that in the first half, we probably would have got them there. Uh, Melbourne and Roosters was very exciting. No, yeah. it wasn't. Yes, it was, man. You didn't watch it, Andy. No, you didn't watch it. it was I a, don't watch footy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on break till the NBA comes back. <laughs> <laughs> the man just you passion is gone. Passionless. There's nothing good about watching Roosters footy at the moment. You know, Robbo still thinks we can make the fucking finals. I mean, it's possible. No, it's fucking not. Not with the way we're playing. It's still like mathematically, yes, it's possible. Second worst attack in the NRL is the Sydney Roosters. How is that going to make the finals? I have a question. Who's got the worst? Tigers by seven points. (laughs) (laughs) Where? Just that's how. That's how bad we've been. I mean. There's going to be a massive clean out at the end of the year. I hope he's really like Luke Keery because I feel like he'll be. I cut. don't want Luke Keery. Stop trying to give him to us. Well, I feel like Luke Keery's gone. Yeah, well, why are we taking him? Stop trying to make him go to the Dragons. Well, you just got to get rid of Ben Hunt. Yeah, and you've already said we got little Nepo baby coming in anyway, so why the fuck are we going to need him? You need someone when Flanagan shits the bed. I'd, I, look, you don't like this. I, I'd take Luke Keery. I'm a big Luke Keery fan. Just. Old Luke No Kiri, one okay. touch him in the head. For the love of fucking God. He should retire. But in other games, like, I mean, you know, I'll, I'll give it to the Warriors. Warriors once again doing Warrior things. I tell you what. I changed that tip 15 minutes before kickoff, by the way. Who'd yeah. you originally have? I, I had the Sharks. Mine orig- like, I, I, but I saw that I didn't pick the Warriors and I changed it because, man, I'm telling you, top four. Yeah, they're, they're a shot of a win this year. Top, sharks haven't been a top. Top eight team all year. No, not Sharks. I'm talking Warriors. No, but I'm saying that's oh, yeah. why I changed my tip. Sharks haven't been a top eight team all year. And I mean, 44 to 12 really just kind of validates what you're saying. Exactly. Right it's interesting to see what is happening to the Sharks because it is a very similar lineup to last year. I'd say it's more interesting seeing what's happened to Manly, if I'm being honest, because they were the team I was like full ready to go with at the start of the year. And Tommy's I, out. Injured when Tommy goes, Manly falls a piece. Yeah, and they just shut the bed again. Do you boys remember who I was backing at the start of the year? No, thank God. I don't remember who I was. About the <laughs> was start it of the, the dogs? Week. No, no, I was para. I was like, they're back. They're, they're going to sweep it. They're coming back fire. Para are doing pretty fucking. They're well. doing well. Para can still make it. They can still make it. But I was saying, like, I'd envision them being like well and above at this point of the year. I was very heavily on them. Still riding on dolphins. Still They'll, take, come, back. That They'll come back all the way to the fucking end of the year. They're going to somehow squeeze into the finals. Oh, they're absolutely making top eight. I'm loving it. Of the Dolphins. I'm a, look, I'm a fan of the Dolphins. I like the Dolphins. Dragons, I just... They're dragging the chain. Oh, man. That's, first of all, you can't boo me and then say shit like that. <laughs> I can boo us when we go up against the Tigers tomorrow and it's going to be just... The it's, the spoon bowl. it's the spoon bowl. It's the spoon bowl, and it's in Wollongong. Why aren't we going? Well, I did it's get at a message. Fifty on yeah. a Thursday. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I got a message. <laughs> My partner was like, "Do you want to go?" And I was like, no. "Not, not really." But spoon bowl is the best game of the year. Why can't it be because on a Friday? Because it's, it's so shit. <laughs> it's just I don't want to get home at nine thirty on a fucking Thursday. Be absolutely miserable. Then I have to go to and work. And it's very the next cold day. at Winston. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so cold. <laughs> 
It's it's very cold. But Spoon Bowl. But Spoon Bowl. I'm watching it for sure. Like oh, I'm watching yeah. it. It's the best be game it. of the year, the Spoon Bowl. I'll never forget the Spoon Bowl I watched between Para and the Doggies. What year? Roughly. Uh, 20... Just after Hain, I think it was. 16 or 2017, one of those years. I was with your brother. <laughs> oh, well, hey, fuck me. Anything here we go. <laughs> it was me, him, and our mate, Brownie. It's, Luke is the fourth host of this podcast by sheer fuckery that he gets up to at sporting events. <laughs> we weren't, at the, we away, weren't at the game. We were, we were at... Uh, he was house-sitting for someone, and I'd gone down the... In Jerringong, yeah, yeah. Our auntie, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He doesn't even have to go to an event. If you're watching sport with Luke, it's going to be controversial. Wrestling. Oh, my God. Oh, gra- <laughs> that was the greatest fun we've ever had. <laughs> but Luke and I were inebriated. Very much so. <laughs> and we swear we saw Corey Norman kick the ball backwards 25 metres. Yeah. I it was shit hearing, like that. Hearing about it because I remember being a hook kick and they kicked it backwards. They kicked it backwards. And they were both wearing their stripy jerseys. Yes, that the Para was wearing the blue and yellow stripes, and the doggies forgot and were wearing their blue and white stripes. So you couldn't tell who the fuck anyone was. And this is yeah, and we're not talking 4K TV. So there's a little bit of fuzz on the screen too. It was impossible to see. It was great, great fun. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to get him on one day. We'll have to go down and fish him out. We might even record from his house. It'll be the only way to get him on. It'd be fun. But yeah. can, I, can I just say? The game of the week that surprised me and that really made me nervous was the last game. The the Titans. The Titans I, versus yeah. the Eels, man. I was shitting bricks because it was the one that was going to kill my perfect game. Yeah, so were Mac um, and Reese. They're like, nah. It was the only one I didn't watch. It, like, for all intents and purposes, Parrish should not have won as close as they did. And also Parrish shouldn't have won because there should have been a penalty... For the oh, block that on came Boyd. out, didn't it? That yeah. came out. So the tit- I'd be putting every cent that I have on the Titans beating the Roosters this week. Because the refs are going to give them 35 penalties to make up for it. Um, also, I just want to say, one of the dumbest tackles I've seen of the year was in that game. Was it the Regan Caramel Gillard one? What the fuck was he thinking? What did he do? Because I know he's knees in a lot of trouble. He went knees first. Oh, and that, he's like 125 fucking kilos. So that man... Dude. Is not facing him on the ground. RCG comes in knees first. Well, that would be why. Three weeks. Yeah. Is that it? Three I weeks. It was a month. Nah, three weeks. And That's then, mind you, Parra also had a double sin bin, by the way. Yeah, Mike Acevo went off as well. That one. Tino's off for three weeks as well. That's because Tino's a dog. Yeah, yeah. Tino. I look, I love Tino. No, you don't. I no do. one likes him. I, I love He's a him. Flog. And I mean by that, I love to hate him. Because I He's every time flog. he plays, I'm like, here we go. He's going to fucking grub up. He's and such I a love flog. it. And he yes. does it every time. I love it. The only thing I didn't like was when he fucking punched my bed in the back of the head. Fucking flog. Or the Appy Coruscant thing. <laughs> you know what? He's a fucking flog. <laughs> <laughs> but I still full, like him. Come full circle, fellas. So I'm, I'm, a, a I'm a proud fucking Josh Maguire supporter on oh, the field. God. How can you support that rat? He's still playing. Uh, he no, Super League. No. no, he got he got sacked because he kept getting suspended. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, the star that burns twice as bright goes out twice as quick. Exactly. <laughs> it's gonna be good. All right, that's NRL. That is NRL. That's sports. I like it. We actually talked about sport. We talked about sports the whole time. I know. So proud of us. Look at us go. We're we're, we're changing. 
Next week, watch us talk about nothing. Flags. Why? <laughs> we do a flag trivia, apparently. <laughs> it's sports related. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we we need new trivia around. So it's happening. It's definitely happening. Okay. Well, let me run through the important things. Thank you for listening. It means a lot. Both shows are actually growing. So we did a numbers check recently. Kind of blew our minds a little bit. Thank you for listening and supporting us. It means a lot. We have a lot of fun doing this. Follow us on social medias, at Bums on the Bench everywhere. If you like motorsport or you hate Josh and just want Andy and Jack, Formula Bums is there. It's a much better show. <laughs> it's, it's the one blowing up, let's be real. It's, it it's is. doing numbers. It, it, it's shout out America. This, I can't believe it. Because we've Thunder's said some, got got some friends over there for you us. Must Chunky Thunder might be Obama? We don't know. <laughs> we will. <laughs> it's just a ch- Obama's burner account. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right, these boys are talking some really good shit. <laughs> yeah. Send the drone. This man, if you want hard hidden news, some weird niche two fellas opinion on racing. That's yeah. hard hitting <laughs> stuff, right there. We, weirdly enough, it started getting big when we started talking about Taylor Swift more. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not kidding. <laughs> you literally, I know. We did episodes featuring Taylor Swift twice, and then we're like, holy shit, that's another thousand listeners. <laughs> yeah. Damn, Swifties really do go crazy out they there. They do, hey. man. If you can't get tickets to Taylor Swift, come see us. Yeah, well, I'm not going there. I'm not saying that one. And if you are a Swiftie out there, or if any of your partners are Swiftie out there, let them know this. You might have missed our tickets. But one man on this show has actually t- seen Taylor Swift. I live. have seen Taylor Swift live. Andy has seen Taylor, Taylor Swift. So I just, got paid to watch Taylor just, Swift live. Just out there, I just want to say, Andy's a big Swifty, guys. Tell your friends. We I'm are not, I'm, unironically fans. <laughs> unironically, I'm a fan of Taylor Swift. Yeah, we should really lean on that. <laughs> we'll get her to sponsor us. It'll be fine. I wish. That'd be cool. <laughs> Bums on the bench, Taylor's version. <laughs> uh, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you.